0: give you time to think about it. We're heading west now to a man that uh, has a similar career path to you, Ruge. Not as polarising, a little more balanced, I would suggest. Should have won every national award in the mid-2000s for his coverage of Ben Cousins. He was the chief football writer of the West Australian in WA. He now has his own show on SEN and has since November, SEN Mornings. You can hear it at 10.30am South Australian time. Uh, Mark Duffield joins us. Duff, thanks for your time.
1: Hey, guys. Good to be on your
0: show. Uh, who was the better journo, yourself or Roach? Oh,
1: that's unfair. I oh, know Roach had me covered. Yeah, oh, no, my he, he didn't
0: that. care who he destroyed, Roach. He had a brutal streak <laughs> oh, in him, didn't he?
1: He, he didn't. The <laughs> thing about Roach is he, he didn't rest until he defended everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love yeah, that's it. That's true. That is true. I love true, it. That. Well, we thought we'd get a balanced yeah, view it. from
0: you. We're hearing a lot of things <laughs> about the two WA yeah. sides, and you're up against our two South Australian sides. Uh, the results... Um, didn't really expect the Eagles to get over the top of Port Adelaide, even mm. though it was a trial game. Eight points in that. And I thought Adelaide were fairly impressive against Fremantle, but there were good signs for the Dockers. What's the take over there? What did you get out of it? Firstly, for your two sides.
1: Um, I thought West Coast were okay. I thought Port Adelaide probably had the better of the midfield battle for a lot of the night. Um, but West Coast defense held up pretty well. Um, and their forward line was pretty efficient. I thought they had a couple of standout players, West Coast. Um, I think Elliot Yo is really, really going well in the midfield and looks back to his best, and that's going to be a significant uh, thing for them. And I reckon you, you've talked about a few small forwards there I heard in the lead-in while I was waiting to come on. Mm. Well, I tell you what, there's a, there's a small forward playing for West Coast. It wouldn't be a bad bet for all Australian. Liam Ryan is flying. He's mm. like, He's been like that every time I've seen him. Uh, when they'd kick six on Friday night, he'd... Had um, three goal assists and and one goal. Um, he's in really good nick, so I think um, he's in pretty good shape. But I do think um, to put a ceiling on West Coast, what they might be able to do, I think, um, um, I think if their their experienced players get up and going and play well and they stay fit, then I think they can crawl into the bottom end of the eight. But I guess the question is, in the longer term, given that they do have some young talent, we saw Elijah Hewitt step up and kick a pretty big goal for them right at the end of the game the other night. It may be better for them in terms of what they would wish for if um, yep. if Hewitt, Ruben, Jinby, who didn't play the other night, uh, and a couple of others, Campbell, Chesser, they get good game time. And, and where, wherever they finish on the ladder, that they finish the year better place to push onwards and upwards next year. So yep. that's them. Duff, just for the sake um, of
0: transparency, right, Duff, I did say last week that West Coast Eagles will finish bottom. So I just thought I'd come clean with that one.
1: Yeah, I don't think they'll be that bad, um, but I but I, I won't have them in my eight. I mean, I didn't have them yeah. in my eight last year, and um, even, you know, disregarding all the COVID and injury um, chaos that they suffered, um, they're all, you know, well, they're, they're class players, if you like, are all a year older. So um, I think that'll, it'll be difficult for them to get all the way there. Um, I think Fremell are in pretty good shape. I think they'll be a bit disappointed being beaten by Adelaide, and that's not to disrespect the Crows, but the game's... Over here in Adelaide were, you know, towards the bottom last year and Freo were in the top six. So um, the big unsolved riddle for Fremantle, I think, is the forward line. And mm. so the good mm. signs there were, for, were um, Nathan Fire kicking three and he kicked three in the previous match simulation. That's that's promising. Um, Luke Jackson looked reasonable forward and good in the ruck, So that's promising. But I do think um, to push any further up than they were last year, they're going to be expecting a lot of Jai Amis, who at the end of the day is a 19-year-old in his second season of AFL football. So I I tend to think Fremantle will plateau a bit this year. um, And I I kind of didn't see anything the other night against Adelaide to to dissuade me from that. I, I think I'd be surprised if they didn't play finals, but I'd also be surprised if they were alive any further than the second week of the finals, I think the big push may come next year rather than this year.
0: We've all been surprised with West Coast and the demise of whether it be for COVID, whether it be injuries, whether it be list management decisions, but everyone keeps pointing out there's some great names on the list, not that names mean anything after a while.
1: What pennies dropped
0: with the Eagles over the summer?
1: I I think Adam Simpson placed a lot of trust in his premiership players. Yeah. From 2018, and I think a few, of, I think a few of them dropped the ball. Mm. Um, it, like it's, um, they didn't like what Kane Corns had to say about them last year. But it's impossible to n- not notice the difference in there in the physical shapes of five or six players this year compared to last year. Mm. Um, now I, I cut Elliot Yo some slack because he battled osteitis pubis for two seasons and then mm. ripped a calf. In the preseason last year, so his ability to get workload into him uh, was very limited. But but there's a few others, you know. Um, Jeremy McGovern was in pretty good nick last year, but he's even slimmer and fitter this year. I think um, Tim Kelly is clearly slimmer and fitter. Uh, Liam Ryan is clearly slimmer and fitter. You know, there's there's four, or five or six guys in that in that bracket. And um, Luke Shuey did say in a preseason press conference, he said, you know, there was a lot of criticism, and he said. Where there's smoke, there's usually some fire. So there's been a bit of a, you know, a, a concession about that that maybe they weren't working as hard as they they could have. It's a bit like that joke, roots, You know, I didn't know you drank until you came home sober. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe they didn't know they were unfit until they got really fit. And um, so I think their standards have resumed where they should be on that front. But they, you know, they're a fair age. There's a few of them that are injury prone. I went to watch them train today. Mm. Luke Shui wasn't out there. He didn't play against Port. He didn't play in the match simulation the previous week. That's not the normal preparation mm. leading into, you know, round one. So, therefore, you think there's a problem there. Nick Nat. And given that he's, uh, Nick's got a, an, an Achilles problem that's flared up, they're trying to manage that. But, again, <coughs> excuse me, it's not great when you're managing before you've even no. played an mm, opponent. No. And um, I think that's not a great sign. So... That they're the things that are going to bother them through the course of the year. Jack Darling, I saw him. He was out there kicking on the second oval that they've got down there at the Taj Mahal at, uh, mm. at uh, Mineral Resources Park. But um, I don't see him getting up for round one based on what I saw today. And I just like the look of their kids. I, uh, Jinby, we've, you probably haven't seen him yet, but um, he looks really good. You don't see many first-year kids with his sort of, physique and his ability to run and use the ball and break lines. I think he's going to be a very good player. Um, Hewitt, just a couple of moments the other night, you know, were just exceptional. He's, he's been an exceptional player in a Waffle Colts final series
0: mm.
1: and um, and I think he's a player that they can look forward to good things from. And, and Chesser um, Chesser didn't play in 2020 because of the COVID shutdown in Victoria. He didn't play we played about five games, I reckon, in 2021 because of an injury, and then he didn't play at all last year. So for him to be running around and doing what he's doing um, this preseason, particularly in some competitive um, situations, I think suggests that he's going to be a pretty good player. So I like them, but um, uh, I don't know whether their established stars can get them any further than mid-table.
0: Hey, Duff, we need to go to a break. Just quickly on what you've seen, and you your. Your take on where Port and the Crows will finish this year?
1: I really like Port's midfield. Um, I think Horn Francis looked great. I mean, Rosie's a terrific player. Butters wasn't out there. Um, I think they'll be around the mark. You know, they they should really play finals. I think Adelaide will, will climb a bit, but I'm not sure that they can climb far enough to get in the eight, given how hot the competition for that top eight is going to be. Mm.
0: Mark, really appreciate you jumping on the phone for us today. We'll watch next week with great interest. It'll be a hell of a lot more serious than what we saw on the weekend, but I thought the Fremantle-Adelaide game was the superior of the two trials. Fair call?
1: Uh, well, to be honest, I only saw one of them, mate. I was driving to um, I was driving to um, Mineral Resources Park when the other one was on, so I've only seen the highlights. Um, I would say, look, I didn't mind the, the Port-West Coast game. The lights in those suburban grounds aren't always great, so often the standard drops off a bit because of that. So, no, I think, um, and I'll tell you what, this time last year, West Coast played a game and lost three players for the year in five minutes. So, (laughs) whether their standard was higher or lower than Fremantle, they'll just take the clean bill of health coming out of it, I think.
0: (laughs) Really appreciate your time, Mark. Mark Duffield there from SEN Mornings.